You are listening to a Live City Church podcast, and we hope you'll experience Jesus today. We are excited to have you join our extended online church family. If you would like further information or wish to access more content, please connect with us on our Live City Church Facebook page or visit us at livecitychurch.com. Would you please, I'm going to let you do this because you've been, you've been sitting a while. Please stand with me. Stand with me as we welcome Pastor Tanya as she comes to bring the word. Great. Thank you very much. I thought you forgot then and you were going in for a preach. <laughs> okay. Um, you'll have to excuse my voice today. Um, I work in a cesspool, what can I say? <laughs> if you're a parent, don't send your kids sick to school. <laughs> the poor teacher. That's okay. We'll get through this. Okay. Oh, set the timer. Set it. Because when I get started. Okay. I won't have the slide up just yet. Thanks, Tanya. Okay. Your existence is not an accident or a mistake. Just going to let that... Oh, and I'm done. Okay, see ya. (laughs) Your existence is not an accident or a mistake. So what are cars built for? Flying to the moon? Transportation. Trucks are built for transport. Houses are built for shelter. Grocery stores are... Built to what? So we can go and borrow books? No, for food. (coughs) Hospitals are built to provide care. Churches are built to provide hope. All of these things are created for a purpose. But they are just things. They They are outside. But you were created for a purpose. God created you... For a purpose, on purpose. Okay, I just need, I just really feel like this has been, you know, like these messages sit with me for so long and it's almost a relief when I get to just go because, you know, I, I really, really like feel these messages and it's, yeah. So God created you for a purpose. On purpose, okay? Just need to let that settle in as well. You are not, were not, have never been a mistake or an accident. Yeah. I know it's almost like the opposite of what, you know, the world tells us. Mm. Yeah, I'll just pause for effect. Yeah, my throat. <laughs> now, have you ever wondered? I mean, they're big words, and we go, "Yeah, preach it, preach it." But have you ever wondered what your purpose in life is? Have you ever wondered why exactly you were put on this earth, and what you're supposed to do with the time you have here? I mean, I'm something, something years old, and I still wonder what I'm going to be when I grow up. I can't get past the first grade. It's a joke. It's a joke. I'm a grade one teacher. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, but over my life, I've struggled with what am I supposed to do? Like, am I supposed to do this? I wanted to do this. Why isn't it happening? You know, everybody has these thoughts. Please do not let this amazing exterior, me standing here with this microphone going, I've got the answers, I've got it sorted. Because in actual fact, when I close my door at my house, don't talk to me. Don't go into my room and just go. You know, so these are big questions, right? Have you ever wondered why exactly you were even put here? I mean, those are questions that can make you feel really small, especially when you keep asking them and asking them and asking them. You know, you can feel scared. And those questions can drive you really crazy until you answer them. So would you like to know the answer? Would you like me, the expert, to give you the answer to that question? What is my purpose here on this earth? Oh, I should use that voice for effect now, right? You can't answer them. <laughs> okay, done. I'm done. See ya. <laughs> you can't answer them. I can't answer it. Even if you sat before the smartest person on the earth, whoever that is right now, the last Nobel Prize winner, those questions that do your head in and keep you awake at night or daydreaming during the day, you can't answer them. I can't answer them. Not on our own. And here's a question for you. If you didn't create yourself, how can you possibly know what you were created for? If you didn't create yourself, how can you possibly know what you cre were created for? Can I have the first slide, please? So we're going to consider the peacock spider for a minute. Oh, sorry, I should have put a disclaimer. <laughs> Creepy, right? So this is a peacock spider. Now, this spider is so tiny, it can fit on your pinky nail. That's how tiny it is. And yet, look at the detail. Or, yeah, it's a real, it's called the peacock spider. I actually had to double check Google to make sure it wasn't tricking me. You look at the detail, the individual design, each one unique. And it's so tiny. I saw um, <laughs> the funny thing about these silly spiders. I saw a, a clip of um, two dancing. So what happens is the, these are the male spiders. And they're, yeah, but <laughs> just, uh, Lee, you might want to just like hold off on that just for a sec. <laughs> no, wait, wait. So, so when, what they do to woo the female, they do a dance. And, you know, I wasn't clever enough to put it on there, but, you know, look it up, um, peacock spider mating dance. And it does like this little like thing where it puts its legs up and, you know, and then right at the right moment, moment it shows its tail like a peacock, right? So what happens... This is just on the side. <laughs> what happens if the female is not impressed? She doesn't just reject him. <laughs> she kills him and eats him. 
So the <laughs> go girls. So the one that I saw in the David Attenborough, this poor male spider had gone through and he's, you know, doing his dance and thing, and she's like, okay, all right. I am impressed. I will now, you know, like, yeah, I am impressed. So, so she doesn't reject him. But then after, I was really shocked. She still ate him. Oh, anyway, God, you're just so, like, amazing. Like, why? Like, so... So that was just the, the side that's actually got nothing to do with this. But my point is, look, it's so individual. It's so, it's so unique. Next slide. Or consider the Honduran white flying bat, which is that like weird thing here, the white one. Look at its funny nose. And or the star-nosed mole, which is down the bottom. Yeah, down here. Yeah, that's its nose. Or the rainbow blanket octopus, which is up there. Right? So unique. So individual. So put together by God. Next slide, please. Or Tanya Pardidi. <laughs> Me. So <laughs> I clearly don't know how to take selfies because the only pictures I have of my, me on my own are on dress-up days for work. <laughs> so <laughs> hence, you know, but we're going with the weird and u unique and individual and, you know, it's all in the detail. Next slide. Thanks, Tanya. Psalm 139 verse 13. For you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Have a look at that picture. That's my David inside my womb. Does that look like a blob? Does that look like it has no meaning? Ignoring the sister. Does that look like... Um... It doesn't matter. Does that look like it has no feelings? Does that look like it doesn't feel pain? Does that look like, well, it looks like a baby to me. He's got a nose, got eyes, his hands up here on his face, his lips, those lips. God knit you together, not an accident. Not on a whim, but with a purpose. Now, I know there's some of you thinking, well, it's easy for you to say up there. But the most important thing is not how you came to be on this planet. I just really feel that needs to be said. The most important thing is not how you came to be on this planet, but that you came to be on this planet. How we got here doesn't matter. Let me share a story with you. Years ago when we had our first house as newlyweds, 
before the prices went crazy, you know, we're, we're going to try composting. We're going to take all our scraps. Didn't use one of those fancy worm bins or worm farms. And just, you know, threw them out by the back fence. You know, we had quite a big backyard. Just put it down in the corner where it wasn't affecting anything. And then after a while we noticed, oh, there's some extra vines, probably just weeds. You know, went really terrible. Well, not terrible, just time poor. And um, so, yeah, we noticed that there were some vines and kind of got a bit, you know, bigger and bigger and by the time we thought we really need to do something about that there were pumpkins and watermelons <laughs> on these vines just all entangled in together now we had lots 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 and lots i think one of the kids next door even used it to smash our window to break in they they had a lot of uses there was a lot of pumpkins so I remember Paul using the pumpkins and he made pumpkin pie, pumpkin soup, roast pumpkins, sweet potato pie, na 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 na, like Bubba Gump. We had pumpkins forever. We were those neighbours. Do you want a pumpkin? <laughs> do you need a pumpkin? Do you need it? We don't do Halloween. Do you want a pumpkin? <laughs> now, funny story, but when we're eating that apple, uh, that pumpkin pie, we didn't think that the pumpkins weren't supposed to be there. We didn't think about how they were planted by mistake. All that mattered was how good it tasted. So when I say the most important thing is not how you came to be on this planet, but that you came to be on this planet. You know, just like the pumpkin seeds. What mattered was that it tasted good and we could use it to feed ourselves. What matters is that you're here for a purpose. And sometimes we get, out in, at, we get these ideas in our head that God's purpose might not be what I want. I've never said that to God, have you? Not in this church, not in this family. You know, we don't like the idea of having to give up our purpose. Oh, but I'm doing this now. So here's a question. What in your life, in your plans that you're making just, you know, just by yourself without having those chats with God, what, you know, what are we doing today? How are we going? How am I travelling? You know, how's it going for you? Think about it. God, the creator of the universe, the creator of all those strange-looking animals and many other things the creator of you he has a purpose for you i don't think i can beat that nor would i want to you know there was a time when you know i'll just go into our timeline and i'm going to kind of like 20 something years in like six points 1996, two starry-eyed people said, I do, and our life was going to be perfect, weren't we? Mm. And it is, I mean, yeah, it is. <laughs> 2001, we have our Eden. 
after lo- losing our first baby. Miracle. Yep. Okay. Had a bump in the road. Life's sweet. Here she is. Yep. She's five weeks old. The very stable job that Paul has working for Ansett Airlines Australia collapses overnight. Come in. You have no job. We need to escort you to get your personal belongings. You have no job. By the way, we're in receivership, so you can't get another job. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> 2002. So we're like, yep, okay, another little hump. We got this, starry eyes. We got this. It's just another hump. We can do this. I'm really glossing over <laughs> the realities of this. Actually, in one of those moments, uh, there was someone that said, why aren't you more stressed? Oh, it's all good. We got, we got, God's got this. Yeah, God's got this. 2002. Paul's diagnosed with a pituitary tumour. I'm now eight weeks pregnant with Talia. Oh, my goodness. What does this mean? We didn't actually know what it really meant until after it was over, which is really good because I think we would have freaked out. But the reality of it is we're driving into the hospital, which is 10 days after, you know, like we started the process of going to the doctor. Paul hands me this document folder and basically says, this is all our documents for like the house, the bank, the everything, the car, everything, just in case. I'm like, what? You really think? And he's like, yeah, the doctor said this. Just in case. Just hold it. Okay. Okay. You got this, right? You, you got this? Okay. We got a purpose. We're good. 2002 to 2008, two more surgeries. And Paul has settled into an associate pastor's job. Even that. So within these little points, there's a story within a story within a story. Probably should write that book. So we're planning our future. We're like, okay, this is the purpose. All of these things have worked out to be here, like God's called us into ministry. Sweet. Planning our future. We've got two little girls. I know where they're going to go to school. I know where we're settled. My house is like doing really well. We bought our house before the boom. And we still had a house in the boom. It tripled in value. Like, how does that happen? God, this is where you want us. This is obviously, you know, what you need for us to do. We are called. We're serving in a great church. We love this church. Our girls are healthy. Um, Those surgery things, yeah, um, that's still part of the journey. We're good. And uh, so we're set. December 2009, uh, Paul would like you to come in for our, for your appraisal. How do you feel you're doing? <laughs> That's usually alarm bells. We're still starry-eyed. We've got no idea. I think God just keeps that veil so we don't freak out half the time. Um, well, are you feeling that the eagle's stirring the nest? No. No? Do you feel that, Tan? No? No? I don't know. No? I'm good. We're sorted. Well, the eagle stirring the nest. Out you go. And uh, you finish up in two weeks' time. Two weeks before Christmas. Yeah. Okay. So we pick ourselves up off the floor, dragging each other out. We had to tell our international service that was going really great. 
we had to tell them we're leaving. I was getting messages from family going, I hear you guys are going to a new church to serve. That is awesome. I went, can you tell me what church that is? Because I have no idea. Nobody's told me. Oh, but, but we've heard, like pastor has said that you're going to a new church. Still, no idea. We're just picking ourselves off the floor. But God called us in a new direction, literally a new direction, across the river direction. You know, I don't know if you're from around here, but it's not a thing for Queenslanders to cross rivers. It's not a thing for Queenslanders to move from, you know, well, we were on the north side and we had family very concerned. Are you sure you want to go all that way? You know, it's, it's a long drive. It's a long drive. Are you sure? Are you sure? And I talk to people who were born here and they go, why are you driving to Brisbane again? All the way. Anyway, that was the direction. We're like, okay, God, you called us. Here we go. May as well have been another country. No family here, no house. We had to build a, a house. We, we had no friends. We had to start all over again. 2011. Oh. Time's up. <laughs> Not okay. 2011. I forgot to insert that way back in, I don't know, six years, 2005. Anyway, a long time. A long time. 2011. We have our miracle baby boy, David, that little one that you saw, knit in my womb. We heard that from God. This is part of your purpose. This is part of your direction. You're going here. And this year will be 10 years since God changed our direction. And here we are. We survived. We survived. <laughs> we survived. Um, but God changed our direction, but we are still in his purpose. See, I thought that was the purpose, but somehow I took what God was giving me and, and what he was giving us and that became my purpose. See, I'm planning for this, God. I'm planning for my girls to go to this school. I'm planning for this. I've got these plans for my house and he's like, um, new direction, same purpose, new direction. I'll share one more thing. A, a few years ago, I had a vision. Uh, I just love it. Like, God, I see, I'm one of those picture people, so I see these pictures in HD, and I just really wish that there was a technology that could take it from, like, what I'm seeing to show other people. But it starts off, and there's bare feet walking on this rocky path, full of stones sharp edges you know because the road is not always paved in gold right the road that we walk on every day feels like we're walking with bare feet on these sharp rocks so i'm looking at this picture and and it's bare feet walking but doesn't stop keeps walking keeps walking stumbling tripping stumbling the feet are getting bloody feet are broken and yet the feet still keep walking. And then what happens with each step? Those rocks start to turn to gems. And with each step, 
as the rocks turn to gems, there's healing in the gems and those feet that are becoming torn and broken and bloodied because they stayed on the path, there was a new sense of purpose because as with each step and that's, you know, if you can just get that, just keep going, keep going because there's healing in the journey, in the journey, in the purpose that he has for you. So, back in the beginning, said you were created for a purpose. God created you for a purpose, on purpose, and you are not a mistake or an accident. Genesis 1.31 says, God saw all that he had made and it was very good. So, if he has knit you, in your mother's womb, purpose, intention, intentionality. I've never knitted, <laughs> but I would imagine it would be quite intentional and purposeful. You know, there's an action. God saw all that he had made and it was very good. Perhaps some of us, including myself, need to say that in the mirror. Every morning, instead of waking up and going, oh, great, what mistakes are you going to make today? Great, how can you annoy somebody else today? Great, look at that. Look at your face. No, 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 no. God saw all that he had made and it was very good. Just like that peacock spider or that star-nosed mole or any... You know, I, there's hundreds and thousands of images. I just don't know in my, like, I cannot understand why people say that we just evolved from a dot when there is such intricacy in the things in this world. Just like that peacock spider or the star-nosed mole, there is a purpose in you being here, in this place, in this time. <laughs> in this place, in this time. If you're sitting here thinking, I don't have a purpose, I don't know what it is. Thanks, Tanya, next slide. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You know, I might joke and say, I don't know what I'm going to do when I grow up. But I still look at other things and go, why can't I do that? Why can't I do that? It's like, because God said, remember that passion you have for those little people? Do you remember that passion that gets stirred up when you're allowed to put on worship songs in your classroom and they stand there and they sing to God and they tell God how much they love him and I get to tell them how much he loves them? Talk about broken homes. Please don't ever think that your teachers don't care about their children because we cry over these kids at night time. <laughs> if you can't figure out what your purpose is, figure out your passion. What is it that makes you get up in the morning? What is it that excites you? You know, for me, it's those moments. I get to do that. I get to be with 25 little... Yep, 
but I get to do that and be a part of their like journey. What is it you love to do? What are you passionate about? Ask God to reveal it to you. I love that Ruth said that. It's, you know, like it's just conversation. We overcomplicate it. We say we've got to pray. We've got to pray. And, and over the, yes, we do. We've got to pray. But praying is like, hey, God, having a tough day figuring out what I'm supposed to do here. And then wait. Don't fill it with. I can't do it because I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, because we're really good at that. And then wait. God wants you to know that you were created for what? Purpose. On purpose. Thank you for joining Life City Church. And we hope that you were blessed and inspired by today's message. If this ministry has made an impact on your life, we'd love to hear from you. Please drop us a line and share your story at thanks at livecitychurch.com or email us your prayer needs at prayer at livecitychurch.com. We'd love to connect with you and hear more about your story. If you love the ministry of Live City Church, you can make a financial gift to help us spread the good news of Jesus by going to livecitychurch.com and clicking the giving tab. We hope today's message has spoken into your life and look forward to your next visit.